0: Section one of In Old Plantation Days. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org in Old Plantation Days by Paul Lawrence Dunbar. Aunt Tempe's Triumph. It was in the glow of an april evening when aunt tempy came out on the veranda to hold a conference with her master stuart mordaunt she had evidently been turning some things over in her mind for months there had been talk on the plantation but nobody knew the inside of what was going on quite so well as she for was she not miss eliza's mammy had she not cared for her every day of her life from her birth until now and was she not still her own child her lammy? indeed at first she had entirely opposed the marriage of her young mistress to anybody and had discouraged the attentions of young stone daniels when she thought he was sparkin round but when miss eliza laid her head on her breast and blushingly told her all about it she surrendered and the young mistress seemed as happy over mammy's consent as she had been over her father's blessing mammy knew all the traditions of the section and the histories of all the families thereabouts and for her to set the seal of approval upon young daniels was the final glory the preparations for the great wedding had gone on merrily there was only a little time now before the auspicious day aunt tempy chief authority and owner in general had been as busily engaged as any one as the time had come nearer and nearer though her trouble had visibly increased and it was the culmination of it which brought her hobbling out to chat with her master on that april evening it must have been maid dashi that told her about the beautiful ceremony of giving away the bride and described to her what a figure old Mass, would make on the occasion but it rankled in her mind and she had thoughts of her own on the subject look yah mas Stuart, she said as she settled down on the veranda step at his feet i done come out yah to spute wid you well aunt tempy said mordaunt placidly it won't be the first time you've been doing that for many years the fact is half the time i don't know who's running this plantation you or i you boss the whole household round and the quarters mind you better than they do the preacher plague take my buttons if i don't think they are afraid you'll conjure them Conju who Conju? me conju what's the matter with you mass do it. you know i ain't long hated If i had a been you knowed I'd a Worked my roots long foe now on old lishy we an e tuck up wid dat no tun woman this had happened twenty-five years before but stuart mordaunt knew that it was still a sore subject with the old woman this desertion by her husband so he did not pursue the unpleasant matter any further well what are you going to spute with me about tempy ain't i runnin the plantation right or ain't your mistress behaving herself as she ought to i do wish you'd let me talk you dis keep a-jokin and a-runnin on so dat a body can't git in a wood age-wise well go on now you know dat miss liza Mary. yes she has told me about it though i suppose she asked your consent first Ne mind dat ne mind dat you heah me miss liza Mary. yes unless young daniels runs off or sees a girl he likes better sees a gal he lack like better run off what's da matter wid you the master laughed cheerily and the old woman went on now we all's gwine to gin her a big weddin des like my baby ought to have of course what else do you expect you don't suppose i'm going to have her jump over the broom with him do you now you listen to me we's gwine to have all de doin's dat go long wid a weddin ain't we stuart mordaunt struck his fist on the arm of his chair and said we're going to have all that the greatness of the occasion demands when a mordaunt marries Das right Das right she gwine to have de own reef and a ring that's part of it and she gwine to begin her way in right style Aunt tempy anxiously to be sure aunt tempy turned her sharp black eyes on her master and shot forth her next question with sudden force and abruptness now what i want to know who gwine to gin her away to it mordaunt straightened himself up in his chair with a motion of sudden surprise and exclaimed why tempy what the-what do you mean i mean des what i say des what i mean i want to know who gwine to gin my miss liza away who should give her away the old woman folded her hands calmly across her neckerchief and made answer das, das the question why well, i'm going to give my daughter away of course you gwine to gin yo darter away huh is you aunt tempy questioned slowly the tone was so full of contempt that her master turned a surprised look upon her face she got up put her hands behind her in an attitude of defiance and stood there looking at him as he sat viciously biting the end of his cigar you loused again her away does you why tempy what the who should give her away you loused again her away i say most assuredly i do he answered angrily the old woman moved up a step higher on the porch and asked in an intense voice what business you got givin my chile away how come you got de right to gin miss liza to anybody why why tempy who is you exclaimed tempy who raise up dat chile who nuss a though colic ween she cried all night and she was so peaked you didn't know ween your gwine lay her away huh who did dat who raised you up and take care you and yo old mammy die and you wa'n't able even to keep her away from de bee-trees huh who do dat you gin huh away you gin her away dat's my child, mas Stewart, it and ef anybody gin huh away at the weddin, dain't nobody gwine to do it but old tempy hoself you hear me but tempy tempy said the master that wouldn't be proper you can't give your young mistress away po pa, or what not i de only one what got de right and i see bout dat mordaunt forgot that he was talking to a servant and sprang to his feet see about it see about it he cried i'll let you know that i can give my own daughter away when she marries you must think you own this whole plantation and all the white folks and niggers on it aunt tempy came up on the porch and curtsied to her master Ne mine Stewart, she said Ne mine her eyes were full of tears and her voice was trembling Hit all right hid all right i longs to you but miss liza she my chow her voice rose again in a defiant ring and lost its pathos as she exclaimed i show you who got de right to gin my child away and shaking her turbaned head she went back into the house mumbling to herself well said Stuart mordaunt i'll be blessed he might have used a stronger term but just then the black-coated figure of the rector came round the corner of the veranda how are you how are you sir said the reverend mr davis jocosely are you the man who owns this plantation mordaunt hurled his cigar down the path and replied grimly i don't know i used to think so meanwhile aunt tempy had gone into the house to tell her troubles to her young mistress she and her miss eliza were mutually the bearers of each other's burdens on all occasions she told her story and laid her case before the bride-to-be now you know baby she said "if anybody got de right to gin you er way tain't nobody but me yes yes mammy said the young woman consolingly they shan't slight you. that they shan't no indeed i don't tend to be slighted i'll tell you what i'll do mammy said miss eliza even if you can't give me away you'll be where dashi and dinah and none of the rest can be wa dat ja why before the ceremony i'll hide you under the portieres right back of where we're going to stand in the drawing-room and i can't gin you er way baby said the old woman sadly we'll see about that mammy you know nobody ever knows what's going to happen the girl was comforting the old woman's distresses as mammy in the years gone by had quieted her childish fears it was a putting off until to-morrow of the evils that seemed present to-day aunt tempy went away seemingly satisfied but she thought deeply and later she visited old brother parker who used to know a servant in a preacher's family and they talked long and earnestly together one whole evening dashi saw them as they separated and cried in derision look ya, aunt tempy what you and old brother Paka codgin er about so long specfus thing we knows we be gittin' slippers and weefs for you and you'll be follerin miss liza's ample ha ha uh-huh, chow aunt tempy answered i ain't thinkin nothin bout mayin k size old but a law child i old in de haid too the preparations for the wedding were completed and the time arrived all the elites of the surrounding country were present mammy was allowed to put the last touches insignificant though they were to the bride's costume she wept copiously over her child but with not so much absorption as not to be alert When miss eliza took her down and slipped her behind the heavy portieres the organ pealed its march the ceremony began and proceeded the responses of the groom were strong and those of the bride timid but decisive and clear above all rose the resonant voice of the rector Stuart mordaunt had gathered himself together and straightened his shoulders and stepped forward at the words who giveth this woman when suddenly the portieres behind the bridal party were thrown asunder and the ample form of Aunt Tempe appeared. The whole assemblage was thunderstruck. The minister paused. Mordaunt stood transfixed. A hush fell upon all of them, which was broken by the old woman's stentorian voice, crying, I does, that's who I gins my baby er way. For an instant no one spoke. Some of the older ladies wiped tears from their eyes, and Stuart Mordaunt bowed and resumed his place beside his daughter. The clergyman took up the ceremony where he had left off, and the marriage was finished without any further interruption. When it was all over, neither the father, the mother, the proud groom, nor the blushing bride, had one word of reproach for Mammy, for no one doubted that her giving away and her blessing were as effectual and fervent as those of the nearest relative could have been. And Aunt Tempy chuckled as she went her way. I showed em I showed em End of Section 1